Well, she was famously dubbed the singing budgie, and no matter how many times she's proved otherwise, there remains this residual perception that our Kylie Minogue cannot sing. And for fans like me, it's frustrating and it's exhausting. I mean, how many times do I have to force my family to watch Kylie performing Come On Strong just to prove my point? So what is the truth here? After 30 years in the business, can Kylie sing or can't she? Am I just a deluded fan? It's time to get a definitive answer on this, and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce a special treat tonight. We're talking to one of YouTube's most popular personalities, the lovely Georgina Hill-Brown, otherwise known as the Honest Vocal Coach. Welcome, Georgina. Hi there. I feel like I know you so well from your channel. I watch you like every second day. It's an absolute pleasure. And congratulations on passing 100,000 subscribers. Oh, thank you very much. It takes quite a lot of hard work, I must say. Um, there are few people who say that, you know, YouTube's not a real thing and and you just get these likes as a fluke. But no, it really takes a lot of hard work to understand how it works and constant uploading. I've been doing five videos a week since I began, which is two years ago now. So yeah. I've really been pumping out the content for that length of time. And it's hard because there's days when you think, what am I going to talk about today? <laughs> now, what, what, what's the next thing? Uh, it's having to know everything about the music industry as well. What's the next big single that's coming out? Whose video's next? And all of those things. So it is quite a lot of hard work, but I am enjoying building a community of people who, you know, just enjoy singing and like my opinion. And it's a community that loves you very much because you are so honest and so real. Like, I just feel like I'm in your home with you when I'm watching it. It's, it's just, it's a lovely thing. For those who haven't seen your channel, check it out, The Honest Vocal Coach. It's a fantastic channel. Subscribe. Okay, so Georgina, you're a Brit. So by yes. default, you must love Kylie. I, I believe it's the law over there now that you have to love Kylie. But Georgina, can Kylie sing? Oh, serious question straight away. Um, <laughs> oh, she can sing. I think the two, both sisters can sing, but Kylie is the stronger vocalist out of the two, I think. I think probably because Danny doesn't get enough, you know, um, opportunities to sing now. Um, but yeah, Kylie can definitely sing, but she does have a distinctive voice, which I find is a little bit marmite. Mar can't say it, marmite for some people. They, you know, mm. absolutely love her voice and some don't. I mean, like you said early on in the introduction, um, they said that she sounded like a budgie. In the UK, uh, some have said that she sounds like a chipmunk because her voice is so highly toned. 
but yes, yeah, she can definitely sing. Um, her voice has changed over the years from sort of that young voice to something more mature. She really understands the range that she has. And even in the new single that I listened to again this morning, um, and there's a lot of layering of the vocals, and I'm also noticing that she's loosening off her diction a little bit, almost like the Ariana Grande style, where the, yeah. the clarity of the lyrics is not there as much as it used to be. And I think that's for a style choice rather than she's just being lazy with addiction because that's normally what it is and definitely a style choice because kylie's actually expressed many times over the years that she quite prides herself on getting her diction correctly i think that's from living over there for so long talk us through it you are actually a vocal coach for those who who aren't aware of that this isn't just a youtube channel you actually do this as a profession from a technical point of view how do you describe Kylie's voice? Like, what are, what's the technical terminology for it, if there, if there is any? Um, well, in terms of sort of classif- classical classification, her voice for me would be sort of mezzo-soprano, so mid-range. Um, mm. she, she's not, you know, the highest singer in the world or indeed the lowest singer, so she's got a nice mid-range tone. But there is a distinctive difference between when she belts and when she goes into a head voice, uh, and she's kept that over the years because she knows that it it really adds to the music. Um, so she can create different, well, just different tonal qualities so it's not the same throughout. Because some singers yeah. realise that, you know, they've got a powerful belty voice and they do that for everything. But she's tried to keep that heady tone there so it has a, a just a more interesting uh, part of a voice. I think Christina's done a similar thing. Uh, she often belts, does Christina, but when she does use a head voice, uh. it has a very sort of innocent kind of sweetness to it um and it adds depending on what song you know what the song is about that she's singing yeah and i I'd, i describe it as an authenticity because i've got to say i've been a fan forever before she began singing and as a fan i've loved listening and i've been very fascinated to watch the evolution of kylie's voice as you referred to before the, the days when she would actually lip sync by the way, people listening, that's because she had to, not because she was scared. Top of the pops, it was just the done thing. And then her first fully live vocals in Japan, when she first went on tour, it was sort of a bit of a test outing for her touring. And those vocals were way too shouty. Anyone who can get the not dubbed version of On The Go, go and look that up. Um, it's not terrible, but yeah, she's shouting, she's dancing, she, she's got no refinement at all. But within months of that tour, I don't know exactly what happened, maybe she watched herself back, she'd really refined the voice by the time she got to Australia for the Enjoy Yourself tour. Have You've noticed that evolution too, Georgina? Yeah, it's actually a, a quite a, a normal thing for a singer that because uh. when you first start singing with a band with a massive sort of arenas and things like that, and you've got the sound coming at you from all different angles, you've got a massive drum kit behind you, and you've got all of mm. you know the band there. There's a as a feeling that you have to sing as loud, if not louder than that, so that you can be heard. Um, and a lot of singers do. They don't realise that they're mixed within that. Think of it as and sort the of a microphone can do the job, right? Yeah, and they're mixed within that. But early on, most singers do it. I know I did, especially in the first so many songs in the concert. The adrenaline kicks in. 
And yeah. sometimes the technique goes out of the window because you're so excited and you're loving it and you're sort mm. of aware of your surroundings and you kind of over push and you don't realize until you look back at it and think, oh my goodness, what was I doing? <laughs> um, well, what I love about Kylie's vocals when she was just shouting, I often watch them like with my kids and, and they're looking at me like, wow, she's really just screaming here. But but you can't, voice is one thing, but in performance, like the energy, you can't, you can't compensate for that little girl who was running from left to right and back and forth and up and down. She was just having a great time. So I don't care about the voice in those early days, funnily enough. Yeah, I think technique-wise she didn't really have that much – sorry, Kylie, no. but she probably didn't have that much technique <laughs> at that point anyway. So she yeah. was learning about her own voice, knowing what her limitations were and just understanding volumes. And, you know, since she started to now, there's been so much change in – general technology and sound systems from inner ear to you know auto-tune and all of those things um so initially she just been loving it and just just do it let's go let's spell it exactly. out i wish she'd um, just bring back a bit of balance sometimes georgina frankly because sometimes i think she's getting way too technically perfect some fans like me right they, they've been on the journey and they yearn for the days of they yearn for the days when kylie used a uh, voice during her intimate and live tour now, yeah. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. It was quite deep and it had such a resonance. It came from within the body rather than the higher voice. Can you explain why a singer might completely ditch a certain way of singing, as Kylie did around the year 2000, and in her case go from a very chesty, deep voice to quite a high-pitched tone? I mean, is this something to do with preserving the voice? Like, why would she do that? I don't think in her case it was to do with preserving the voice. I think it was knowing this, the style of music she wanted to move into because there was uh, definitely a period of the sort of the indie alternative style that she yes. had um, yes. around, you know, the in excess, the relationship with him um, and all of that I think affected the music she was making and the music she was making needed that lower tone to just to, just to come across well um and then when she wanted to move into more commercial pop again it just generally is higher and she's probably had to shift to that so i think it's the music that's driven it not necessarily her choice vocally what a fascinating insight so the music that drove it probably wow that's interesting I, i'd say only hardcore fans would notice that difference but it was quite significant like and it was very sudden from intimate and live to light years era and it was a very permanent change as it turned out she hasn't really moved from that georgina why does kylie get such a bad rap as a singer i mean is this a hangover from the days when she did mime or where she was indeed a product of stock aiken and waterman was it because people said rick astley used to sing all her records or is, or is genuinely her voice unpleasant for some people? Why does she get such a bad rap? I think, yes, the fact that she was with uh, Stock Aiken and Waterman early on, um, there is a little bit of a, uh, I don't know what the word would be, but there is a thing about yeah. being manufactured because uh, yeah. they were churning out loads of things. There was not just Kylie. There was Sonia, Bananarama, Jason. Mel and Kim. Uh, and Mel and Kim and oh my god there was a lot of them that weren't great let's be honest and it was about the their fame PWL at the time Stock Aiken and Waterman wanted to use that fame to sort of build their own record label 
so I think at the beginning it did feel like very manufactured it's only mm. as she got past that sort of first album did she come into her own um, mm. so I think there's a little bit of that but also her voice is very distinctive and it is a particular sound uh, Shakira is another one very distinctive particular sound some people like it some people don't and it's not mm. necessarily that she can't sing it's just that they have their own opinion I mean Kylie is Georgina. not Sorry, go on. You, you, uh, sorry to interrupt. You, you said she's got quite thin because she's small, very petite. Is that yes. that affects the voice, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, she's very small, so she's going to have a more shallow—not shallow—that's possibly the wrong word—but a more high-toned uh, vocal because she doesn't mm. have, you know, she's got a big built body to have the depth. Um, so naturally, yeah. she's going to have that high tone to her. And very delicate little nasal tubes, I'd imagine, too, which yeah, probably have something to do with it. And and also yeah. with Kylie, she's not a riffer. She's not a, you know, a Beyonce, let's riff through all the notes. She's very much about the story of the song and mm. uh, sort of singing the words rather than thinking I'm just going to randomly riff because I can. Um, and I think in this sort of generation we're in now, I find this a lot on my channel that um, – a younger audience, some of my subscribers would say that uh, Kylie's not very good because she doesn't riff like Beyonce or like Mariah or whatever. Mm. They kind of rate singers on how well they can riff and show off their range. Like Ariana. Uh, yes, absolutely. And mm. I, I disagree with that. I think there is a lot more to singing than just being able to riff up the scales. Um, it's about the music itself and emotionally connecting with what you're singing about. And one thing I was taught years and years ago when I started in the industry was that song is king. You can have the best voice in the world, but if the song is dreadful, it makes no difference. So mm. with Kylie... And she's been lucky there, hasn't she? She's yeah, been lucky she's there. Yeah, she's made sure she's got great mm. songs. Uh, professional opinion here, Georgina. Answer this once and forever. Does she use auto-tune live? Um, not that I'm aware of, no. Every time I've seen her live, I've not noticed any auto-tune at all. I know that mm. there is um, extra reverb and delay, a bit of echo. Um, yeah. Most likely there's some kind of EQ there. So looking at her vocal tone to make it fill out so it sort of fills a room and sinks in with the band, etc. But in terms of auto-tune, no, it's a distinctive sound and I don't feel she uses that. I do and think she, Yeah, I do think so, it's been used on some of her music. Um, but it of is course. it has become, you know, okay to do that. It's become the norm. Um mm. that I mean, even I do it when I'm about to put a record out for maybe one of the people I'm working with. I will check through the tuning with auto-tune just to check everything's, you know, the best it can be. Because there are times that if you put a track out without auto-tune, you'll be you'll be like shouted out for that. Why didn't you do it? Why is it not on? 
Yes, and why is it not perfect? Which, by the way, is why Kylie's Abbey Road sessions was actually given a lot of credit uh, because they did choose to leave some of those imperfect moments. There's there's a few crackles at the end of uh, Never Too Late, for example. But I also want to just correct a myth here too that's out there. Auto-tune is not a new thing. Barbara Streisand specifically said she didn't perform for years and years and years. We all know because she was very nervous to get on stage. But part of it, a huge part of it, was that her records were made to make her sound as best as she could, as you would expect, not necessarily yeah. with auto-tune but with the techniques they had at the time. And her, and she has said many times, I couldn't bear to bring myself to stand on the stage and not sound as good as my records. So I guess what I'm saying is modern pop stars didn't invent this trend, if you want to call it that, of perfecting the voice. It's been around for as long as recordings have. Yeah, I just think in the generations that it is now, it's become more normalised, yes. uh, talked about a lot more, and there's also a lot of artists out there that are really not very good, and <laughs> they they rely on auto-tune. Yeah, you know, these people <laughs> who, you know, Drake, artists like that, that mm. their whole song is literally auto-tuned to death, mm. uh, Will I Am, another one, um, because it's part of the style of the music. I, I, I almost fell off my chair the first time I heard Pharrell sing Happy live without apparently auto-tune, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I really was like, oh, I thought he was so talented. And he is. He's a great songwriter. I, I, I just want people listening to this to know with Kylie, go and look up a few things for me. Um, you can tell. I'm just going to turn into a, a raving little fan for a second. Just forgive me. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Come on strong. Your disco needs you, a cappella. Uh, there's a track, Automatic Love, that she sang Live, using her chest voice actually on a european show back in in the day go and listen to her she she absolutely is so brave and courageous to go on and she just has the mic she just has a band and she can do it she really can georgina can i just take you really briefly through some thoughts that were posted on the internet okay by average joes this was on a forum yeah. the question was can kylie sing here's some of the 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 comments that were made her voice is below average, actually. Not a natural singer's voice at all. She's just learned to use it for the intended purpose, which is electronic dance pop. Uh, second comment here, her vocals are average, but people like her because she's a genuine person and she's done a lot for her fans. This one really bothers me, Georgina. Props to her. She's made a lot out of very little. <laughs> for goodness sake. <laughs> let, let me leave you on a high, though. This is Steve Anderson, the legendary Stephen Anderson. He was asked Kylie's voice. He's worked with her for years, and and he is extraordinary as an, as a musician. Every time I hear him doing anything, I get very excited. He's so talented. He said, the biggest misconception is whenever anyone has a go at her voice, which always annoys me as she has the most recognisable tone complete power mixed with beautiful subtlety. It's pretty much pitch perfect and has the one thing that so many people don't, which is believability. Every vocal I've ever recorded with Kylie, I've ended up using one take with maybe a line from another, but it's all there. When she is in the moment, literally, it's like the magic flying about all over the place and on stage. It simply doesn't get any better. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's lovely. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it's partly because of, you know, the production. Um, people don't understand what goes into making the music and what it's like to stand in the room with the singer and really hear that emotion come through and every little colour come through in their voice, all of the textures. 
Um, and it's so lovely that he's he feels her singing when he's stood with her. Is you know it affects him, uh, and that's yes. that's the best singers in the world for me. Um, it's something I've taught to my students for years. That uh, on one hand you have to have technical ability. On the other hand, you have to have emotional connection. If you're not connecting with what you're singing about, you may as well just be singing the phone book. And you've you've got to it's almost like being an actress in that you are allowing your inner emotions come through with your singing, you're feeling what you're singing about and Kylie has that ability and there's not many people that do. Um, and it's the ones that are enabled, you know, able to do that, that stay doing what they love for the longest people mm. like Kylie share Tina Turner, you know, the singers that have been around for years, you distinctively know it's him when her, when you, you know, listen on the radio, and you feel it. It takes you on a journey, and that's the purpose at the end of the day. And you do that so well too, Georgina. When you when you do the odd track on on your channel, you absolutely live in in that moment as well. It's beautiful to watch. Final cheeky thoughts, Georgina, if you don't mind. If you put Kylie up against Madonna, who's got the stronger voice? Oh, Kylie easily. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, sorry, Madonna fans. If we were yes. looking, if we were looking <laughs> at the era of uh, when she was in Evita, I would definitely say Madonna at that time because she had a lot of vocal training Sensational. and her voice massively improved. But mm. now Madonna's voice is a tool as part of the music. It's not her number one thing. Whereas I think with with Kylie, she understands the package more. Uh, mm. And she makes sure she looks after everything. Whereas Madonna, she's more issue based now. Um, the yeah. songs are about other things than you know the usual love or. Um, I also don't think she's taken care of her voice either. Frankly, no, I, I, I love either. Madonna. I'm a big fan, but th there's something um, has degraded about the live voice, at least. Yeah, definitely. Over the last, I would say, sort of five to ten years, Madonna's voice, unfortunately, has. Um, mm definitely gone downhill and i think it's you know she's had a lot going on in her life doesn't mean i don't like her anymore i still think she's a phenomenal artist i'll oh, always she's be a massive madonna fan but where she is now vocally is very very different to what she used to be so if you had kylie, to sort of them together now kylie would be the stronger out of the two kylie up against britney Oh, <laughs> 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 um, it would be Kylie again, purely because Britney's yes. been been put on a level where she has to use this baby voice. It's part of her style. And to consistently do that, it really takes its toll on the voice. The constant vocal fry that she has to use and the, the kind of high tones, oh, baby, baby, all of that, it mm. tenses the larynx and it does create strain. And over years, it deteriorates the voice a little bit, whereas Kylie's not had to do that. So, again, she's probably got better technique right now. Kylie against Mariah. Oh, sorry, Mariah wins. <laughs> <laughs> of so course she does. Well, it's, for me, I think Mariah's vocal range is so huge. Yeah. Um, and her transitions from the different registers of her voice is so superb. And the speed and agility is incredible. And they're both good singers and they both do the job. They're both 
totally successful but if you go into the really fine details of you know what mariah can do with her voice compared to kylie mariah is the stronger vocalist Absolutely. Look, I don't think any Kylie fan would begrudge that. Final question, Georgina. Over the years, Kylie, she's very openly worked with some of the world's best and well-known vocal coaches. It's, it's a bit like exercise for her, particularly when she's preparing for tour. If you were her vocal coach, what advice would you have for Kylie Minogue? Ah, well, I would probably work on keeping her range as open as possible because the older you get, the more difficult it is um, to keep that range and also having different textures to your voice. Uh, another big thing the older you get is that the, vo the vibrato naturally increases. You end up with a slower vibrato. So I'd probably work on uh, onsets, making sure that her vibrato is not slowing down too much and that she keeps her range open uh, and stamina that's a big one because she loves to tar she loves to you know you don't just do two songs in a show you do you know an hour an hour and a half so stamina wise i would just ensure that she's taking care of her voice so she can sing for a long length of time mm. she's still got a fantastic voice i've got to say though during the golden era uh, she her voice has become a lot more like what the fans would know Danny's to be. There's a break in it, and she's quite proud of it. She doesn't try to hide it. There's there's actually this natural. You've probably got the technical term, but it sounds almost like a break or a crackle to yeah. it. Um, almost like she's been singing for a lot of years, which she has. Uh, it's not unpleasant at all, but that's just something me as a fan I really noticed during Golden when she was singing some of the ballads like Radio On and uh, Sincerely Yours, things like that. Yeah, it's something that all singers have. We have, you know, breaks in our voice. But in the earlier years where I, even I was taught to smooth out the transitions, make sure that all your bridges are super smooth so that, you know, they're not noticeable. But as you develop in your career, you want to have something a bit more distinctive about your voice that, that makes mm. it you. Um, and you learn a little bit more about where your breaks are and how you can express them. A great example is Linga by the Cranberries, um, okay. the way she almost yodels on the Linga moments. And Kylie knows where her break is now, and she's just trying to just explore it a little bit more. It's not like her voice is deteriorating because she could quite easily sing through it. Um, it's just she wants to use it a bit more and make her voice distinctive. Mm, it's in her speaking voice too. Georgina, I, I, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I really mean this. I feel like because of your channel that you're my friend. I watch you every couple of days just while I'm getting ready or walking around the house. I know you don't know me from a bar of soap, this Australian guy who couldn't get the technology working. But honestly, it's been a real joy um, talking to you tonight. And thank you so much for being so... Mm, not critical of Kylie because Kylie fans can get a little bit defensive and you've been lovely. Oh, yeah, the fans <laughs> do get very defensive. Oh, on Twitter, I can tell you some of the things I get. If you say one... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not just uh, about Kylie, though, right? Any of the no, fans, right? Yeah, if you say one small thing, well, I don't like this singer, the world goes crazy. So, <laughs> it's just for me to not be honest. That, I think that's the important thing and coming from a good place. I'm never ever putting any singers down but I do know you know their limitations and try to explain that as best I can but thank you so much for having me it's been lovely um, and yeah. we should maybe catch up again uh, in the future 
I would absolutely love that, Georgina. You have a fantastic night. Thanks again. All right. Take care.